need to do about our revenue and uh, efficiency in our expenditure. We will need to all focus on improving tax administration and collection efficiency. Crude oil production challenges also need to be addressed as PMS subsidy that has been deducted by NMPC has, been con has, has actually constituted a significant threat to the achievement of our revenue growth targets in the oil and gas sector as seen in the performance of 2022 and even in the projections for 2023. We need to take continuously bold and decisive and very urgent action that to be able to address the issues of revenue underperformance and also to enhance expenditure efficiency at both the national as well as at the subnational level. I thank you for being with us. That was the production and that was the solution proffered uh, by the, the Minister for Finance. Now we'll be going to Africa Check Moment as a report published on the 26th of August that uh, it was titled Social Media Posts About Marburg Virus Outbreak in Nigeria Falls. I have Catherine from Africa Check with me in the studio and so Catherine will be uh, the one giving me explanation about this issue a twitter post claims that there's been a Marburg virus outbreak in Abuja Nigeria's capital the claim has also been made on several facebook pages including uh, twitter and other um, social media uh, Marburg they say is a rare but severe illness that is transmitted to humans from fruit bats and is often fatal in humans and so catherine is here hello good morning catherine good morning thank you for having me today. good to have you here so tell us about this particular post and what necessitated this report thank you very much um this uh post like you said was seen on twitter and of course we found it on several facebook pages uh, about an outbreak of Marburg virus in Abuja, Nigeria's capital. And it's a uh, health misinformation, and we thought to check it uh, before it goes viral. And so we spoke to the Nigeria Center for Disease Control, NCDC, um, to check if there is um, a Marburg virus outbreak in Nigeria. And um, the agency responded said that there has no outbreak of the virus in the country. Although there were uh, the agency uh, had already put on an eye was an eye alert after two West African countries, that's Ghana and Guinea, reported cases of the virus. So the agency had been on the lookout and of course they said that they had put um, several measures in place um, to ensure that they are able to prevent and mitigate an outbreak of the disease if it happens. Now, so uh, in the country. Okay. Now, for NCDC, can we categorically say, as of today, there is no outbreak of Marburg disease in Nigeria? Yes, because we check um, we check the agency's website and their social media pages, and as of twenty um, fourth of August, uh, mm. which was when we published this report, yes. there is no message, there is no post, there is. Uh, press release from the agency to say that the, there's an outbreak of the disease in the country. But are and we, we have not recorded any. Anyone. Okay. Are we on high alert? 
Yes, the agency said it's uh, since July. The agency has put out word that uh, we are on eye alert because we have two countries in West Africa where Nigeria is located who have reported cases of uh, the virus, and that's Ghana and Guinea. And we know how close Ghana is to Nigeria, mm-hmm. so that is why they have said they are on the lookout and they have put every measure in place to ensure that they are able uh, to respond rapidly if there is a case of the virus in the country. Mm. Okay, so um, this kind of post now, uh, how did you read this post? Um, we registered this post at first because we had no evidence to back it up. And we've checked with the right authorities that are in charge of uh, infectious diseases outbreak in the country. And they have said there is no such in the country. So we registered this post, which means that it is... Uh, it is false and it has no basis. Mm. I love to look at the implications of this kind of a report in the society because it's a health communication. Uh, so take us through, uh, you know, what are the implications of this kind of health communication that is false uh, to the society? Yeah, thank you very much. We, 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 like I said, like I always say when I come on the program, that health misinformation has real life consequences. In that, it could cause panic, and it could cause uh, it could cause a lot of uh, people to take things that they are not supposed to, or thought to certain um, the use of certain things uh, just to protect themselves or just to um, find a cure, so to speak. Um, for this particular um, thing. For, for in the case of this uh, Magbo virus, if, if this information keeps going around, many people who probably have not, do not even know what Magbo virus is would believe it and would spread. And most times, when you spread misinformation, you do not know how far it could go or how far it could travel. You can say, oh, you have access to the internet, you can, you can easily go and verify if it's true eventually or not, after you have sent it out. But what about the people who are not digitally connected, people in the rural areas, in areas where we don't have internet connections, who cannot readily have access to verified information? When you spread such misinformation to them, it continues to travel in those communities, and the chances that they will get to know that that information is actually false in time is actually very clean. So that mm. is why we always encourage people to always take care first when they see. Mm. Even if you are saying in case it might be true, once you have that idea of in case it might be true, don't even bother sharing it. Just hold on to it once you are able to verify. That way you are stopping that information from going farther. And when you are able to confirm if it's um, if it's correct or not. And if it's, if it's incorrect, eventually, or if it's false, you are able to do what? Send out the right information, the correct information, just to ensure that people do not fall victim and then, you know, have other fatal consequences of this information. I, I always wonder why people want to share this kind of information, particularly when you are not even sure what it is. You just say, uh, sent as copied. Uh, I don't know what incentive people get, you know, from such, uh, you know, spreading of information that we're not even sure of. Okay, um, some of the reasons that we have identified over the years why people share this information or information that they have not been able to verify. One, 
sometimes they actually care about other people. You know, this is health-related. You mm. want your sister, your friend to be in good health. You don't want them to be victims of anything. So you're trying, you're doing that out of a good heart to say, oh, please make sure that you're safe. But you, you should understand that when the information is unverified or is false, it could have more consequence than, you, than you're even trying to to actually mm. protect to them from. Mm. So you're doing them more harm than good when you share unverified information. And, and secondly, some people just want to be the first to break the news. They just want to be, uh, you, you heard it from me first, I was the first to say this. So sometimes some people just want to be um, the first person to break the news. That is why they share it as soon as they get it without even saying, oh, let me check it. And at other times, some people just share it for sharing purpose. They mm. just want to share something, mm. just feel like causing trouble, just like <laughs> like causing other people distress, and they share this information. So at, at some point in time, some people just do not have any intention, no good intention. They know that it's misinformation, and they still go ahead to share it. Mm. Uh, and so we, we must uh, advise our people not to involve in this sharing of misinformation, particularly, uh, you know, online or anywhere else. So thank you, Ka- uh, Catherine. Uh, I'd like to ask you to tell us if there are uh, opportunities at Africa Check for people to explore. Um, thank you very much. Um, at Africa Check, we, we, we do media literacy work to ensure that we inoculate the public on certain um, things such as health, um, election, um, and uh, economy, and other areas. So we have a lot of resources that would help people develop themselves on our website, how people can verify information, and especially breaking news, so to speak. We have those resources on our on, so advise people to visit africacheck.org to learn some of these things themselves and also follow us on social media at africacheck underscore ng we're also on whatsapp on 090 so you can send us a message if you have any information you want us to check verify and we'll gladly do that thank you so much for your time on the program today i appreciate you Thank you for having me. All right. That was Catherine from Africa Check. We call this Africa Check moment. I'm closing right now. I thank you everywhere, everyone, for listening to the program. Thank you, Samson. Thank you, Faith. Thank you, uh, gentlemen, everyone. And Desmond, thank you as well uh, for your help. I'm I'll close with this one coming from Africa Check as well. It's just to give you sensitization about the election that is coming. Listen up. Welcome back to Matter of Fact. This is an Africa Check Tuesday focus on civic engagement. Tell Sabi so you fit engage where we are for national quarter where they affect you. In this episode, we will talk about how you fit sports information and how you fit judge the credibility of online civic information. How often they receive WhatsApp chain message or if they come across news posts where they trend on your social feed, it happens where well. Social media don't talk you way where information they circulate. So you don't think about accurate information where you they see. Like how should you be say this celebrity die? Or that they don't arrest this politician? Or that the government don't issue certain instructions to the public? So you don't notice how bad news, traumatic information, information where they evoke or trigger plenty of emotions, they quick circulate. 
People fit react to informate or share news when it evoke emotions like shock or fear. Now, why is it important to pause and think before you believe or share any informate? Technology don't make them easy to create and circulate fake news, but it gets way where you fit spot misinformation and to master this skill, they important. The first step now to always check the source. Look who they share the informant and give them the credible source. The first step now to always check the source. Look who they check the informant and give them the credible source. If you know if you verify the source, they're very wary. Also, small things like spelling or grammatical errors will be indicators of source where no they credible. The next best thing where you feel do now to use search engines like Google to check waiting other reputable website they talk and compare the informant. Then are the quick tip to check whether you feel trust the informant on top one website. Check the about us. Tell about their disclaimer. If for example you talk, say there's no fit guarantee, say their content na true. Red flag. Now this kind of way them go use circulate fake news, when they go make them get wala with the law. Sometimes even images and videos fit look convincing. But if it turns out to be fake or misrepresented, to verify images, try the use Steam Eye will be free extension for Chrome and Firefox browsers. Or if you do reverse search on Google reverse image search to find out if they don't use a photo before and waiting they use them for. The point is to make you do your own research. If information about government announcement is circulate, changes to the law or COVID-19 regulations, ask yourself why then they share this information. And who they share um remember say news will involve national quantum when they push one particular political stance to make you day vigilant. The best place where you feel get civic information now for Nigeria's official website, www.statehouse.gov.ng. If they don't push civic information anywhere else, if they under the press office tab or latest news on Nigeria's official website. Alternatively, if you check the information where the website where you sabi well, well, and credible media houses where the ninja. Don't forget, say where you know they show, no share. Now here we go end this episode of Matter of Fact. For next episode, we go talk about if it access verified information. Don't forget to share the tips with your friends and family. Splash. Hey, people, guess what? It is here. It is finally here. Ladies and gentlemen, 5G! 5G is here! Oh my god, where is my bell? And of course, there's only one network that can bring us this amazing technology. It is MTN. MTN 5G is about to launch here in Nigeria. That is an exciting news, right? 5G is about more than just hyper-fast internet. It is about what we do with it. Imagine driverless cars on Ibado Express. Mm. Imagine a surgeon in Lagos operating on a patient in Unsuka. Imagine a fisherman using his tablet to locate fish in the river Niger. No be juju be dato, it is MTN 5G. 